Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And Julie, you know what really grinds me, what really makes my teeth itch? It's when people, you know, the people that love to say, I told you so. Don't those kinds of people bother you? So yes, the reality is, is that the people that basically say, I love to say, I told you so. So we're going to talk a little bit today on our 12-step recovery plan. But before we do that, I... Um, I want to talk with you guys about something where, frankly, we'd predicted this. We predicted this a while ago and something that you need to all be paying very attention to. It's soaring home prices. So, guys, there was a report uh, today that came out on CNBC that basically talks about just that. It talks about the fact that right now the home prices are the highest that they've ever been. I'm going to read you guys this line from CNBC. That's the opening paragraph. The, the soaring home prices not a bubble, uh, says Realtors. The median price of a home in May this year was $228,700. According to the National Association of Realtors, that was just, uh, that was just the highest monthly median price of over 230400 in July of 2006. So guys, here's the interesting thing. Basically, the um, home prices are essentially where they were back before the bubble, and that's pretty incredible. So all home value, the home values have dramatically increased. Home prices now are going to recover as well across the country. That's what the prediction is. I want all of you guys to consider that. If you're in markets right now where the home prices have been uh, depressed for a long period of time, and I know lots of you in Florida and on the East Coast and other places, you've experienced what can only be described as a prolonged housing correction. Well, those days are essentially going to be coming to an end in the next 12 to 24 months. There's lots of reports that have been coming out on a regular basis that talk about the fact that a lot of people have, are essentially on par. and In essence, they owe what their homes are worth um, finally again. In other places, obviously, the markets have taken off. If you're one of these agents who still are trying to focus all your business and all your efforts primarily on distressed real estate, you're going to be having problems going forward because of the fact that, frankly, you're missing the opportunity of what's going to be seen as the greatest housing recovery and the greatest housing bull run in, in the history of the United States. You got it. Okay, so today we're, Julie, what's the topic of today's radio show? All right, so the topic is the 12-step recovery plan to break your dependence on buying leads. All right, so we have lots of great points to share with you, but to round the bend on the, uh, the point I was making a second ago, we have been, and hopefully you have been, paying attention to the fact that we are indeed in the greatest housing market of our lifetimes. And it's going to last, in some markets, 10 to 15 years, and other markets it will last even longer. We've done lots of radio shows in the past about why this is true, demographics, sociographic, you know, all the different things. I mean, here's an interesting stat for you. I was born in 1970, and since, since then, 45 years ago, there is double the global population. So it's literally doubled in the next 10 or 15 or 20 years. There's no reason to believe that won't happen again. So real estate prices are going to continue to increase. Now, I want to caution all of you before we get to today's topic. I want to caution all of you to be very mindful of the fact that there is a difference between um, appreciation 
and just inflation. So again, this is all good for most part. For the most part, this is all good for home values. Inflation is when something just gets more expensive because essentially the money supply. You can see inflation in food prices. You can see inflation, frankly, in car prices. You can see inflation, you know, in just about everything. That means that what happens is the stuff that cost you, say, for example, a gallon of milk maybe three years ago cost you three bucks. Now it's going to cost six bucks. That same inflationary effect is is driving up home prices. So that's just inflation. So if, if inflate, like when Julie and I sold real estate in Columbus, Ohio, people would say, you know, real estate in Columbus appreciates 3% per year. Well, it didn't because inflation, the inflation rate was roughly 3% per year. So all the homes in Columbus, Ohio were doing until like last 18 months where they are actually appreciating. But for the most part, all they were doing is keeping up with inflation. Now, in other parts of the country, we have lots of coaching clients, New York, California, you know, all over the country. There is honest to God appreciation. So let's say, for example, the inflation rate's 2%, but the value or the cost of a home is increased year over year by 10%. Julie and I are in Austin, and that is happening, and sometimes more than 10%. So inflation, I, I know this is you know a little bit semantic for a lot of you and boring maybe, but it's important you understand this because when you're talking to educated folks, they're going to know the difference between inflation and appreciation, and you don't want to be using those two terms interchangeably. So long story short is we're going to a time, we are in a time right now where we have inflation and home value appreciation. We have inflation and appreciation. I don't know of a time in history where that's ever happened before. So the inflation is because of the money supply, and it's pretty much expected that the inflation rate is going to increase in a fairly meaningful way by the end of the year. Interest rates are expected to go up uh, towards the end of the year. Everybody knows that. We've been telling you guys that about uh, for about at least two years. But you still have, as I was just talking about, lots of markets where home values are now getting back to where they were seven, eight years ago, uh, back at the height of the you know, real estate bubble. So in those markets, those home values are, are benefiting in multitudes of ways, and you still have, obviously, low interest rates, which you know, probably will be with us for another six to maybe eight months. Bottom line is that this is the best time, and it will be for, like I said, at least in, I'm thinking at least another 10 years. This will be the best time to be selling real estate in your entire career. You've got to keep your head down. You've got to stay focused. You've got to be really, really careful that you're not wasting your time with things that are going to be essentially basically suck the best opportunity uh, you know, to make money that you're going to probably experience in your whole entire working career. You know, don't be spending your time on fads. Don't be spending your time on things that are just the shiny silver bullets of life. You know? And so we're going to talk today about one of the topics that Julie and I are very passionate about, how to break your dependency on buying buyer leads. Now, this is Buying buyer leads is something that uh, has – it is a fad. It is a trend. It hasn't been around that long, maybe five years. That's when essentially it became normal for agents to buy buyer leads. Now, I realize that I'm not using the terminology correctly. A lot of you will say I'm buying impressions or I'm buying this, I'm buying that. But the idea of spending really any money to buy a buyer lead in our minds is not, it's not a smart way of running, uh, running a business. And, and I'll bottom line it for you guys, and then we're going to get to the first point. If you have listings and you do two or three very simple things, free very simple things, you will have more buyer leads than you, frankly, will know what to do with. You have three or four listings in virtually any market in the country, and you use great services like 800 Home Hotline and follow some of the other techniques we tell you about. 
there will be no shortage of buyer leads to the point where you will probably start referring the buyer leads off. The big portals know this. That's the reason that they essentially attract buyer leads with your listings, with your broker's listings, with your other you know, agent's listings, and then they sell those impressions of those leads back to you. That's their business model. So obviously they know what I'm telling you is true, so all you've got to do is basically the same thing. So refocus your mind to make the most of this incredible real estate market to become the best, most powerful listing agent ever. Now, with that said, I know there's a lot of you that we still need to convince. Some of you are in denial. Some of you need to have uh, an intervention. So that's what today's radio show and tomorrow's radio show is going to be all about. So, Julie, let's just jump right into the content that you wrote because it's really, really good. Okay, perfect. So again, the topic, 12-step recovery plan to break your dependence on buying leads. So the first step, admit you have a problem. If you are paying for leads, you lack the skill to create business on your own. Now, if you have the skill, but you're not using it, you're just being lazy, and lazy costs you money. It creates further dependence because what you're doing is allowing your skills to slacken. So if you do have the skill, but you're just being lazy and paying for leads, that means the leads you do get from buying them or from anywhere else, you're actually less likely to convert them because you're allowing yourself to be complacent. So that's kind of a big mindset, you know, cold bucket of water, isn't it? It is. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about what you just said, and it is true. If you get to the point where basically you think you can just whip your credit card out at any time and buy or buy leads, and you think essentially that that's going to overcome your lack of skill, um, really that's going to uh, make it so that you never develop the skill and you're always going to be dependent on buying buyer leads. And Julie, I really do feel for the agents that think that they're going to be able to continue that because look at what's happened to the cost of the leads that come with the, from the portals, from like Zillow. I mean, Zillow just sort of brazenly, you had experience like this with some of your, uh, your coaching clients. Mm-hmm. You know, they were buying leads, and then they had their lead uh, cost cut in half, and yet the price doubled. And that started happening about a year ago. Again, we were warning you guys about that, that that would inevitably happen. More agents getting in the business, more agents buying buyer leads, um, you know, competition amongst the portals getting a lot more uh, heated. And what does that ultimately result in? The money is going to continue to essentially uh, be less efficient. So you buy, uh, spend money, most of you who are Zillow subscribers, for example, and there's something like 75,000 agents that are Zillow subscribers, they're spending an average of $400 a month. Well, that $400 a month would be better used, frankly, I mean, a whole bunch of different ways, mostly learning how to become a listing agent because that cost of the lead, the cost of the closing has gone through the roof. There are some examples where uh, agents have literally seen the efficiency from their uh, bought buyer leads drop to zero. So essentially they spend the money and they get nothing in return. You guys have all been exposed to this stuff. So stop with the mindset that you can buy leads. And when you do, that's going to leave you with this fear, right? Because you're going to realize, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Well, what you're going to do now is finally stop being dependent on other people to, to provide you leads, and you're going to learn to do it on your own. Point two, Julie? So the second point is to realize that you do have the power to create your own leads. That is just a fact. What do you, what do you guys think everybody did before Zillow and Trulia and even Realtor.com? You know, deals were still done back then. So realize that you do have the power to create your own leads for free or at least inexpensively. So embrace that fact. There are real estate leads everywhere, but agents who hide out and are secretive never know this. 
So start to kick your lead buying addiction by embracing the fact that you are a salesperson. You're here to help people buy and sell property. So wear your name tag. Talk about real estate everywhere you go. And you know it is amazing that when you do that, and some of you guys are weird about that, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So there's not a lot of uh, coaching that I need to do with you on that other than to get over it and put your name tag on and make sure you have a nice classy looking name tag. The reason that that works is because it forces you to be reverse prospected. People see, you know, uh, Julie Harris, Remax North, oh, you work at Remax, or a lot of times they'll say you work for Remax, right? How's real estate? It causes conversation and it allows you to say, real estate's great, I'm so glad you asked. I've been really blessed to help so many people this year, but gosh, you know, I've set a goal of helping three more families this month. Who do you know who could use my help? For many of you, that breaks the ice and makes it easier. So point number two, in the power Great. of creating your own leads, then you've got to embrace it, wear your name tag, and stop being a secret agent. You might be shocked at how much real estate is going on around you. Tim, I remember the interview with Frederick Eklund. One of the things that he said was that he knows, when you asked him what makes him different, he said he knows that everyone in New York is thinking about real estate all the time. Where are they moving? Are they renting? Are they owning, investing, flipping, building? You know, it's on everybody's mind. But agents that hide out never know that because they don't open their mouth about real estate. Well, so your point too, Julie, really was mindset, basically. So the next, you know, yes. that's what you're trying to help these guys understand is that leads are not hard to find. Leads are everywhere because everybody has to live in something. They're either tenants, they're investors, they're downsizing, they're upsizing, and everybody at some, it, literally, everybody's in real estate. If you sold, I don't even know what, let's say you sold men's suits, right? Not everybody needs a men's suit. Not everybody needs a new suit. Not, you, if you're selling anything, uh, if you think about it, real estate is the only thing on the face of the planet that everybody needs. That and food. So you are in the right industry. You are selling the right product. You're selling the right product at the right time. And the climate and the conditions are perfect. Things could not be any better. If you guys are not personally experiencing the best real estate market of your entire careers, making the bubble look like child's play, no matter how successful you were back then, you've got to do the smart thing and request a free coaching call. We can help you get your business back in line, or a lot of you, most of you I would say at this point, are already experiencing your own real estate recovery, already having your best real estate career of your lifetimes, and you want to maintain that momentum. Either way, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And when you do, we're going to give you our two, uh, well, two of our many books, but we're going to, the two books we're going to give you are Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate and uh, The Real Estate Treasure Map. So we're going to give you those books. Yes, they're available on Amazon, but you don't have to buy them because we're just going to give them to you um, as a way of saying thank you for requesting a free coaching call. Oh, and by the way, you get a free coaching call with one of our coaches, and the call will last between 30 and 90 minutes depending on how in-depth you want to go, but you will walk away from the free coaching call with an exact plan. It's all a drill down focusing on your numbers. So request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Point number three, Jules. All right, so the third point is, and this is a really huge point because probably everyone listening needs to work on this. Point number three, correct any lead follow-up issues before you spend one red cent on leads of any sort. If you are, are you following up, sorry, here's the question, are you following up with urgency, with scripts? Here's how you know if you're effective. Are you setting appointments? 
and then track your leads using our whiteboard lead tracking system that we teach in Real Estate Coaching Essentials as well as all of our one-on-one -on -one coaching clients know exactly what we're talking about. Every single time we teach this, everyone's got the same reaction. I can't believe how many leads I have that I just didn't follow up on. And then we add up the value of those leads and they are shocked and amazed, Tim. I know you get this reaction too. When they look at that leads board and they go, gosh, you know what, if I just followed up on what's already in front of me, I, I probably have like, you know, however many tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of commission on the line. So correct any lead follow-up issues before you even consider doing anything else. And as a result of those coaching calls, the most commonly ignored opportunities. So here's a good memory jogger for all of you, how to correct this. Most commonly ignored opportunities are sign calls, referrals, because somebody didn't give you the exact information, you never followed up on it, you can't find the referral, who's probably already bought and sold. But referrals without enough information, because it causes you to make more effort. Open house leads, center of influence leads, internet leads either from your own website or your brokers, stuff you've been paying for for years and lost track of, especially online sources, 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE leads. You guys probably do have, and we know that you do from coaching calls with you, way more leads than you think. The only question is, if you haven't been following with urgency and with scripts and setting appointments, it's hard to see what kind of quality of leads you have until you really embrace the urgency using scripts for lead follow-up, buyer and seller pre-qualification scripts, and setting real appointments. So oftentimes the coaches will ask, you know, when a client says, I think I need lead generation, I need, you know, show me how to lead generate. So the coach will always ask you, do you have a lead generation problem or do you have a lead follow-up problem? So that's a big well, point well, on your path to Julie, recovery from that addiction. You realize the underlying point with what you're saying on this one is that most of the bot leads, and this goes back to skills of course, but most of the bot leads, what will already be on the email? The name, maybe the address, maybe the phone number, certainly an email, mm -hmm. some information about Something. that uh, prospect, right? So that's another thing. If you find yourself basically getting most of your business or thinking that buying leads is a smart source of business for you, uh, and it's because if you're being honest, maybe you don't have the skill set or maybe you're just being, oh, this word is offensive, okay? If you're offended by the word I'm about to use, it's because you're guilty of committing the sin of being lazy. So you might just basically have the mindset that I don't want to call those people back. I'll just buy leads because at that point then I'll have a little bit more information and otherwise I would have had to have you know, mm -hmm. gotten through a, a pre-qualification script. You guys, you've got to really be realistic here. This is the easiest business ever to get into. And it's not that hard to make money. It's not that hard to be successful if you're willing to embrace the fact that it does take some skills. It does take a system. It does take using consistent prequalification scripts in addition to everything that comes after that so you can get consistent results. So, yeah, I get it. You guys like being handed a lead. You like being handed a lead that is in some form prequalified. But those leads are becoming crappy quality, as you know, and they're also becoming really, really expensive. So learn to do all this yourself. And the underlying point on that point was furiously fast lead follow-up. You guys got to be crazy fast on your lead follow-up. That's the secret sauce for any form, even bought leads, is calling the people back immediately. People will analyze it. Oh, it's immediately five minutes. It's immediately the same day. It's immediate, immediately is when you get the lead, drop now. what you're doing and call them back. Now, furiously fast lead follow-up. That's what it means. And then there's the other argument that I've heard occasionally. Well, if somebody emails me, 
they only want to be emailed or someone, you know, they, they want to be communicated with me the way that they originally communicated, or I'm supposed to communicate back with them the way they originally communicated with me. No, you pick up the phone and you call them. It's not, you guys got to get your minds around the fact that if you find yourself thinking that emailing somebody back is sufficient as a phone call, you are making a huge mistake. And that you're making this mistake based on the fact that you're fearful of your skill set, of being caught in a situation where they ask you a question you don't know the answer to. And all these issues are eroding your confidence. If you knew what to say in every situation, if you had 100% confidence of your entire real estate system, would you be doing business differently? Of course you would. If you had, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, if you were 10 uh, in terms of your ability to generate leads, your confidence level, your ability to present, your pre-listing pack, everything, the idea of buying a lead would be offensive to you. And you guys know this, a lot of top producers won't even take referrals. They won't even take referrals because they can generate their own leads. Why would they pay uh, some real company 40%? Why would they pay even another agent 35%? That's the reason ultimately that they make so much more money because they've learned to do this stuff. They've mastered the skills that are necessary to become really, uh, really, really good. There was a... Uh, Inman Post, Inman News Features, as you guys know, we're contributors on Inman. And there's an article that came out that it was interesting. I didn't really learn anything new. It's the same report, same information that's frankly always been ever since you know past couple decades. Every time there's a survey done, you know, rating realtors, looking at all the different things that people like and dislike about us, it's always the exact same thing. And I'll summarize it all right now for you. And here it goes. The lack of lead follow-up and the lack of professionalism with returning phone calls makes people uh, dislike agents. That's the essence of it. We don't have some huge ethics problem. There's not some huge problem with this or how, uh, problem with that. It's that the agents don't know how to call people back and answer their questions. They don't know how to call people back and ask the questions necessary to help the people solve their problems. That is the essence of what's wrong with the industry. Those skills are lacking. And it's those skill, the lack, the, the, that lack of skill is, I think, continuing to be manifested through all these agents that are thinking it's okay to build your business around bot leads. So break away from that, and you will almost magically find yourself making tons more money. Julie, point number four. Point number four, if by now your mind isn't spinning and looking at your leads and figuring out how you're going to follow up on or maybe you're newer, or, you know, you don't actually have tons of leads. So what do you do next? Well, implement the obvious lead sources and systematize them immediately. So the obvious lead sources, anybody that has even one listing, and you know, there's a lot of coaching that we do, even if you don't have any listings, using 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. Now, 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE isn't free, but it's pretty darn close to free at $37 a month. That is probably the least expensive way for you to generate high-quality, urgent leads. So 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. If you haven't checked that out yet, you need to go do that. I don't know any agent that shouldn't do that. It's one of those things that's like so universal and so inexpensive and so effective, you pretty much have to do it. Homework from today's call. Okay, so next on our obvious list, open houses on your listings or borrowed listings using the open house strategies that we teach to monetize them, and of course, urgent lead follow-up. And yes, absolutely, houses are sold from open houses. Maybe not always the house that you're holding open, but certainly people who are urgent are going to open houses diligently every weekend to compare and contrast. So my question is, how many of them are you going to be working with? 
Then we go to things like agentmachine.com, which is a referral fee only. You're not on a monthly fee. You're not uh, having to shell that out and pray to the real estate gods that the leads are any good. You only pay when it closes. Agentpronto.com, same thing. Now, I saw Tim on um, Dave Ramsey's site. Okay? I, I always go there and make sure that everybody's doing what I think they're doing before I recommend them. The Dave Ramsey website actually says that they extra, uh, I don't know, they put extra value on agents that are in one-on-one -on -one coaching. There's an actual box there that you check off if you're involved in one-on-one -on -one coaching. Now that doesn't mean that you won't uh, be in with them if you're not, but it's definitely a plus. So the Dave Ramsey ELP program, which is called Endorsed Local Providers. And then we've got Z Buyers. Z Buyers is great because you're not on contract. You can pick and choose your leads. So zbuyers.com, also a great sponsor of our show. And mojosells.com. These are things that are so, like, you got to do them as your basic core strategies and will save you massive amounts of money when you implement and systematize. And I always say to implement and systematize because you know, a lot of times agents will go and they'll sign up and then they'll forget their password and then they'll have had it for 90 days and then they'll say it doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work because you never logged on, right? It doesn't work because you didn't do the tutorial and know how to do it. None of what we have mentioned is difficult. Anybody I'm missing, Tim? I'm trying to go through my easy list. Well, I mean, the, the basic uh, services that we always suggest that every agent um, use, obviously, is 800homehotline.com. It's cheap. It's free. Basically, at $37 a month, it's free. Um, no hidden costs, no setup fee, no Mickey Mouse. It's kind of a no-brainer. Um, then Z Buyers. I mean, Z Buyers is great because they obviously will sell you not just buyer leads, but also seller leads. And listen to what your coach or your future coach is telling you. Do not buy buyer leads. Just focus on listings because then if you put 800 home hotline sign riders on your listings, you'll have more buyer leads than you'll know what to do with. So that's how you generate your own buyer leads. Focus on the listings. So if you're going to be buying leads from Zillow, I'm sorry, from uh, Z buyers, definitely focus on the seller side of things. Which, by the way, I mean, that was a Freudian slip, but it's interesting. If Zillow were to start selling really good um, seller leads, and the cost wasn't ridiculous, trust me, I would 100% suggest you guys go that direction. Because buy, our sellers is where the money's at. If, and that's the richest of the rich agents in our industry know that. You've got to be focused on the listing side of the business. Chasing buyer leads, and I get it, it's social, it's fun, some of you like showing houses, it doesn't require a lot of skill, it, doesn't, it just doesn't. It's mostly a physical you know, social exercise. Focusing on the seller side of the business does require skill. It does require a disciplined approach. Otherwise, nobody's going to want to list with you. That's what we teach you to do. We teach you to be a phenomenal uh, listing agent. So um, obviously then we have uh, MojoSales.com. And Mojo is, I think, one of the – as soon as you get your real estate license, you should definitely get Mojo Sales automatically absolutely killer tool for not just calling uh, for sale by owners and expires, but also you can load all your database in there. You can call your centers of influence and past clients. It's really a great service. So Julie, let's go to the next point. We have time for one more. Yep, you got it. So the next point is number five. After implementing what we just talked about, commit to and embrace the free contact-oriented but easy prospecting opportunities. Identify five groups or clubs that you will participate in and contribute to. Be yourself first, and then yourself as a real estate professional second. In other words, they want to get to know you, Tim Harris, first. They want to know and like you, you being yourself. And a lot of you guys get kind of weird about that. You think you have to go in and be all sales-ish. Just be yourself, but do wear your name tag. 
and then they'll get to know and like you, and it just so happens that you're also a real estate professional. So mix up the combination of events and attend regularly. This is one of those things, Tim, that, that is, I believe, both good for agents to get out of their home office, out of their office, maybe out of their basement, what have you. It's good for you to get out because you'll almost bump your head on leads by mistake because as we said, there are real estate leads everywhere. So I think it's good mentally and emotionally for people to get out and expand their center of influence. But ultimately, it's great for business because so much real estate is done this way. And if you have any doubt about this, Tim, I always point this out, especially to our more driver-oriented, you know, uh, super direct cut and dry types. Anytime that an agent gets it away from you and you look at them and go, God, you know, how did that agent get that listing? It is almost always through their center of influence. So keep that in mind if you are downplaying this, our more uh, lead buying Joy, types. You, right? that's a fine, there, there's a finer point in there, isn't it? So if you're mm -hmm. in a neighborhood and the neighbor down the way listed with somebody who's not even local to you, and like Julie just said, chances are that agent had, some, had that person somehow in their center of influence from who knows where or how. But here's, here's really something you have to be owning. You must have done a pretty piss poor job of communicating with that neighbor in that particular example. Otherwise, they would have at least considered interviewing you. The fact that they never even actually called you over or and didn't end up hiring you when you were so local, don't just rationalize that as, you know, well, they must have known them for church or whatever. Don't allow yourself the luxury of an excuse for failure. Accept every single failure as something that is your fault, that you could have done something about to begin with. So again, the greater point on this last one was real estate transactions and folks interested in buying or selling real estate, they're all around you. Literally, you walk out your door, to the left and the right, across the street, you know, everywhere, there's folks that are in or wanting to be actively in the real estate game. They want to be buying, they want to be selling, they want to be investing, they want to be doing something. Why not with you? One of the best and worst things about this industry is the barriers to entry are nil and that's you know that's a good thing and it's a bad thing and the other thing that's either good or bad depending on your definition is for the most part consumers have no clue what questions to ask agents to ascertain whether or not they're good bad or indifferent so they assume that we're all the same isn't that the thing that's the most frustrating of all uh, for those of us who've been in the business forever you walk into a situation and a listing appointment and if they if, for example, they are not a center of influence and past client, you're literally basically back where you were when you got your original real estate license, having to maybe even do a little bit of selling of yourself. So the industry uh, has done a not-so-great job of teaching agents how to differentiate themselves. That's what we do. We teach you how to make it so that when you walk into that listing appointment, they automatically will list with you because you sent a pre-listing pack over ahead of time because you pre-qualified them because the overall experience lets them know that you're uh, absolutely positively the agent they should list with. So it's a good and a bad thing. People don't know what questions to ask, and as a result of that, the barriers to entry, the barriers of becoming a listing agent right away are very, very low. Just about anybody can do it. And we have new agents, frankly, that are joining our coaching uh, organization every single day that are, you know, basically the ink on their licenses are still drying, but they're able to take listings. And, you know, you are, those of you who are coaching clients we still only have a small percent of you that are participating in that private Facebook group. You guys should definitely request access to that. 
because I was on there last night reading some of the posts. We have agents that are literally brand new that are using the pre-listing pack for the head time for the first time, and they're they're beating more experienced agents in their marketplace because of the fact that they are using an organized professional approach to their business, and consumers adore it. They appreciate it. They appreciate the fact that somebody's taking the sale of their home seriously. So guys, these are skills that you must learn if you want to make the most of this incredible real estate market. It's, it's not even an option anymore. So many of you have a patchwork quilt of ideas, a patchwork quilt of things, systems, and whatever else that you put together, and it works. But it will only work to a certain extent because you need to be following a system, a roadmap, if you will, that is specifically designed to help you go from 0 to 25, 25 units to 50 units, 50 units to 75 units, 75 units to 100, and on up. And if you don't follow a specific plan for scaling your business like that, you will reach a plateau. And a lot of you have reached that plateau already this year, and it's only halfway through. Some of you have gotten to the point where you cannot handle any more business, and we're hearing that a lot. I hear that from our coaches. That's a problem that a lot of the newer agents are having because they're having so much success so much quicker than they anticipated, and they don't know what to do next. Well, we're going to show you what to do next. We're going to show you basically how to prioritize your time. We're going to show you how to build your team. We're going to show you how to build your team and all your other, uh, ex and any other expenses you take on as you build your business around the idea of making a large profit. That is all there for the taking for you. Just embrace it. The first thing you need to be doing is requesting a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Existing coaching clients, as many of you are, you know, hundreds and hundreds of you are, absolutely positively challenge your coach. Ask them what's next for me. Ask them how I can grow my business to the next level. Ask them what you need to be doing in the next 30 days to really take your business to the next level by the end of six months. You've got to be doing that. All right, so stay focused, guys. If there's anything we can be doing for you, request a free coaching call. We are going to be picking up where we left off today, tomorrow, or maybe Wednesday. I think I have an interview tomorrow. And the topic, again, was 12-step recovery plan to break your dependency on buying buyer leads. And we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.